This episode is brought to you by my mother, as without her, I never would have met Robin. Hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks, Mom, and thanks, everyone, for checking us out. Uncut, uncensored, and unfiltered, this is An Open Mind, and you're listening to I'm Probably Wrong About Everything. All right, we got we got Robin with us. How's Hello, it going? how are you? Good. How are I you? Caught, I caught you right on the the, the perfect time. Right, I was like, yawn. oh no, it's happening. It's okay. The last interview I did, I they pressed record and I just started sneezing. And I'm one of those like seven sneezer kind of people. And I was just like, what's up? <laughs> seven sneezer, like just one, two, three, four, five, six. It's like ach, ach, ach. I'm like that. <laughs> That's one way it's to very start. Convenient. Yeah. So uh, you're the Eminem of country music. <laughs> um, yeah. So we say that as in like, you'll either really love me or you won't. Like, you know, if you listen to Eminem, you either really like what Eminem does or you really yeah. hate what Eminem does. So it's just like, I'm kind of the same way. Like I do my thing. You're either going to love it or you hate it. And the choice is yours. Either way, I'm still going to do me and that's okay. I mean, I think that that's a very valuable lesson, especially in today's day and age with, you know, the way that people can be on social media and things like that. That's oh, yeah. a good message. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, like you can be perfect and someone's still going to hate your eyebrow. Mm-hmm. Just one of them, not both of them, just one. And yeah. then, you know, like they're always going to find something. So at least just like make yourself happy. And I think right. that's like a thing going around now. It's just like, you can't please everyone. So screw it. Well, and, and that's very much what your music is about, right? Not just you as a person, um, but your music. I mean, your your first two tracks, what was it? Fuck Boy and the other one, Him Problem. Yeah. Right? And, and this is this unapologetic, like, hey, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying it like it is. 100%. And that's how it should be. And it's music and it's art and it's um, it's a beautiful thing. You gotta say you gotta say what you think, or else you're gonna be boring. <laughs> See, okay, so so that's why I'll, I'll I'll be honest. Like contemporary music, I mean, I I I love my Eagles. I love you know '70s music, um, Garth Brooks. You know, the whole gamut. Now there's so much music that it's it's almost kind of hard to consume. But you you write your own songs, and yeah. you you feel that when you hear the songs. Right. Yeah, like everything I put out, it's like, is this my story? Is it what I mm-hmm. want to say? Is it this? Like, we go through a lot of questions before we even consider a song to like right. be put out. Um, and I like to write all my own songs um, with co-writers or alone, just because I feel like it's my opinion and who's going to have my opinion better than me. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, like who's going to write a Robin Ottolini song better than a Robin Ottolini? basically is how I look at it. Um, and there's better songs than the songs I write, but they're not Robin Ottolini songs. Does that make yes. sense? Absolutely. Well, I think it makes sense. This, this is what I want to talk about. I mean, for a little bit, because this is huge to me. I hear music, popular music or, or whatever. And I'm like, did that person, like, is this that person or is this person performing that? Like Bob Dylan, amazing, yeah. obviously songwriter, <clears throat> wasn't the best singer, you know, but, amazing songwriter and then people have taken his songs and it's been amazing 
And it's like, okay, but there's something about this person singing. Him. They wrote it, right? Yeah. And the emotions there, the stories there. It's like when people ask me questions about my song, I can tell them exactly why I wrote them and from like what situation. You know, it's never like, oh, I just really like the song, so I recorded it. It's like, right. No, his mom told me I could do better <laughs> and I want everyone to know about it, you know? So yeah, I don't know. Right. Writing from the truth. It's like, it's easier to connect to people too. For me, at least hundred percent. Like it's hard for me to sell a song that isn't a hundred percent me. Yeah. Well, I mean, authenticity is infectious. It is. You know? It really and, and, is. And that's your charm. Cause when, I mean, for, for people listening, uh, where I met you was at this this singer songwriters event in Maui, and I which is not, like so crazy. How did yeah. I get to Maui to play music? Like, okay, sure, Un, yeah, unreal. And and this is in a short period of time. This is in like within a year because you got signed in 2020. Yeah, and then, so I mean, and then just to like share the stage with all those songwriters, they were so good. Yeah. And they're like, here's the number one. Here's the number one. And I was like, here's yeah. a song you've never heard before. <laughs> Just bangers. Here's the number one. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was, it was crazy. It was an amazing experience. And for me, it was, it was like, whoa, like I, I was so out of place. Like I was wearing a golden girls t-shirt. Everybody else was dressed in like a two piece tropical. I was wearing like a red dress. Yes. I got yeah. dressed up. Yeah. You look gorgeous. You had, you had the flowers in your hair and it was amazing. And me, Thank I just you. showed up at the at the you know five star hotel, and I'm like, I hear there's music playing, and they're like, Let's go, <laughs> sir. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. So no, but it was awesome. And then when I came up to you and all the songwriters there, I was like, I'll go talk to them. It's an open bar. I'm on vacation. What what's the worst that could happen? Yeah, your charm. I mean, you have many sides to you, Robin. You have this unapologetic, you know, I don't care. But you're also incredibly sweet. And which in this industry, it's like, wow, I, I got nothing but respect and admiration for that. So thank you. Yeah, it's interesting. I read a book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F Word. Am I last yeah, swear yeah. on this thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Be, Subtle be art who of not you are. Come as you are. Okay, perfect. And it was like, there's like a fine line between not caring and not mm. caring, if that makes sense. Like, mm. care about the right things like I gotta reread this book so I can but it's like in my head it's like if your mom's really sad don't not care yeah but like yeah. if someone tells you who to be and what you should be doing you should not care yes you know there's like a huge difference and it's finding what you want to care about but you can't care about everything but I care about no. being nice to people so what how I remember my ex. That, <laughs> yes which I don't want to be on. Nobody wants to be on that side. You know, you got power. No, I'm actually really nice to him in person. That's um, good. Oh, you still see him? Not often. I saw him recently, though. Yeah. He was yeah. very kind. His girlfriend was no comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, no. I mean, you know, this is this the guy who's who F-150? Yeah. Yeah, or, F-150 wow. and him problem. Yeah, he's F-150, him problem. He's got a few other songs. I get it. Yeah, he's he's got a few songs. But he was How really nice. He said, "Congrats on all your success and everything." And I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> hey, man, he's 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 got to be a good sport, right? He's got to be a good sport. 
Smart guy. So is this yeah. is this in your small town of uh, how do you say it, Uxbridge, Ontario? Yeah, nailed it, Uxbridge. Yeah. Yeah. So I went back there for a wedding, and he was there. Real. So how how big small is this town? The town is like thirty thousand people, but like the high, like in my grade, there's probably like two hundred kids. So like we all knew each other. Right. 200, 500, I don't know. Yeah. So small, small enough yeah. that everybody knows everybody's business. Close knit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Close yeah. knit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do, Close I wouldn't bode town. well in those neighborhoods. I'm afraid. Really? I kind of like it. Like I'm not good at the city life. Mm. You know, I, I always like, I miss my friends. I miss like yeah. everyone knowing everybody. You don't have to like introduce yourself. You're just like, it's Robin, you know? Yeah. But yep. here it's like, I'm Robin, I'm Robin, I'm Robin. And yeah. then what do you do? And then you just go through. You can't make new old friends. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, yeah, you're doing that the elevator speech all the time, right? I mean, you're in you're in Nashville. I mean, that's a yeah. big city, right? It, it's crazy. How, it feels like a small town, though. Have you ever been to Nashville? Yes. No, I haven't. I've been to New Orleans. I've been oh, everywhere around there. Nashville. New Orleans, Vegas. Okay. But I got to go to Nashville. I hear it's... Unreal. I haven't been to Vegas or New Orleans, so we're on even playing field. There you go. Okay. Well, you got to check those places out. And I you go to New Orleans so bad. Oh, man. Well, trust me. You'll you'll go there. Don't worry. You'll okay, be playing yeah. there, my friend. Because the music so. is amazing. Yeah. It's just swamps. I would love it. Swamps? Anyway. I, I ate crocodile Crocs. while I was there. Wild. Oh. Wild. Was it good? Chewy as hell. I was like, I was at a, a wedding down there, and uh, I can know, see you know, that. Like, they're all muscle. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I they're like, yeah, you know, handing their hors d'oeuvres around. I tried this one. I'm like, it's chewy, and the guy's like, yeah, that's crocodile. I'm like, oh, oh enough. my gosh. What's next, kangaroo? I mean, I guess maybe go to Oz. <laughs> so yeah. you're 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 in Nashville. This is very new for you. This is a big city. How are you, how are you adapting to that? I'm doing good. Um, It was like definitely a growing thing though, because again, come from a small town, everybody knows everybody. It's like really chill. And then I come to the city, but the city feels like a small town. Like when you're in it, like everybody knows everybody in Nashville, like at least in the industry. So it's like, I feel like I'm coming to like a new small town where everybody already knows everybody. Uh, And then I'm just like, um but i do have some friends down here it was a huge growing period this last year and it's amazing i wrote a song about it recently just being like you can't grow where you grew up almost so um it's pretty it's pretty cool and then writing that song was very therapeutic and i feel really happy and um yeah no i'm adjusting well now now though first it was like a culture shock especially with covid it's like there's a pandemic and then you go to a new country where rules are different and it was just wild. Well, I mean, yeah. Like, cause you signed your record deal during the pandemic. You were, it was the most pandemic thing that I think. Yeah. Like done. I was like in my bedroom, in my sweatpants with my mom signing it. Like it was like the biggest moment of my life, but it was like so small. It was neat. Right. It's like, it's like, the whole world changed, but then like nothing changed at the same time. It was crazy. And then I wasn't even, that was October, 2020. And then I wasn't even able to come 
to the States until June, 2021. So we'd been where I'd been working with the label for eight months before I ever met them in person. Wow. Psycho. What, what is that like? Um, it's interesting. It was actually very smooth. I'm with Warner music Nashville and they're really nice. Um, they don't like force me to go in a box. Like they're so like, they're so like, what's your vision? Let's run for it. Like they believe in me a lot. And I, I really like them. Um, so it's like, even my managers are, were like, we expected it to just be bumpier because a it's over zoom and B it's mm. like, we don't really know each other. But it was like all so smooth. Like they handle if there's an issue, it's handled like immediately. It's very nice. I love it. So um, back to the question: How was it? It was very smooth and nice. <laughs> Circle back, Bob. Come on around. <laughs> you're doing. You're doing amazing. Thank um, you. I'm like I gotta drink some diet coke, get the caffeine in me. Woo. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I'm on my second cup of coffee here because I have a two year old. And let oh. me tell you something. Tell when me. you introduce kids into your life, man, Game I've done many difficult. I feel like I'm like drunk all the time, except I'm not. I'm just extremely tired. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, yeah. That's like sometimes I wake up and I'm like, am I hungover or am I just really tired? And then I went on like this totally different from children, but alcohol children, same thing. And then so <laughs> I, <laughs> I went for like, I think it was 10 days. Um, I just didn't drink. I was like, I'm going to go a week and a bit until I go to the States. I'll just not drink. And I would like wake up so tired some days. And I was like, so sometimes I'm not hungover. I'm literally just tired. And I was just like, I'm not like crazy. Um, but no, I totally, yeah, sleep. And I, my managers have two kids each. And they're like, yep, got a solid five hours last night. Let's go rip it today. And like, let's do a 14 hour day. And I'm just like, I got nine hours to sleep and I'm exhausted. Like what? Parents are a different level. Like, I don't know how y'all do it. It might be our generation too, because man, I wake up and I'm like, just can the day just go on without me? Like social media. Maybe that's what makes us tired. Let's just blame social media for everything. (laughs) You know what though? There's something about that blue light. Yes. Right. And I like, used to have glasses, but they're up in Canada for like when I was on Zoom all the blue, time. The I had like blockers. Oh yeah. And I had big yeah. ones. Like they were sick. Nah, they Coke were bottles. Sick, Coke bottles. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Mine are super so. geeky too, but I tried to look sleek. But anytime I, I try to, to look, look sleek, I look yeah. I hey, I like that. When I try to look sleek, I look like a geek. And that's what I go. Same. For. Yeah. Same. I love well, it. The, the, the other thing I wanted to, to mention about that, too, is that I think that my body was conditioned to being hungover, right? Like, Saturday morning, yeah. I wouldn't dr- – like, I've been very good lately, too, you know, because you have to be. You can't be – You got to take hangovers with children. Yeah. No, you can't. That too. My managers but, will have, like, two drinks, and they'll be like, that's it. Yeah. Can't do more. <laughs> switching to tonic. Switching to tonic. Mm-hmm. Well – so I wanted to talk about three songs that you've done that kind of show okay. the different sides of you. Yeah. Um, and then maybe one that you're interested in, but I, I I'm, I'm repping my Hakuna Matata shirt in reference to the sincerely drunk me. I love it. Hakuna. Can I my see vodka. the shirt? Uh, yes, of course. There it is. Oh, it's dope. Yeah. 
I love, love Lion King. Anytime, anytime there's a Lion King reference, look out. I love it. I'm your biggest fan with the with the Lion King. <laughs> Thank references. you. So, Thank you. So actually, so, so like uh, Akuna Mavodka is in Sincerely Drunk Me, but yes. Hold Me Back is another song I have. Sorry, I'm off kilter. Um, and it was inspired by the Lion King. Um, so like the song's like Hold Me Back, and yeah. in the Lion King. Timon's like, hold me back, Pumbaa. And Pumbaa's like, okay. And he's like, and then Timon's like, let me at him, let me at him. And Timon's, or, and then Pumbaa lets him go. And Timon's like, hey. And Pumbaa's like, sorry. Anyway, I was drunk one night and with my friends and it inspired that song. <laughs> so love the Lion wow. King. Back to Sincerely Drunk Me. <laughs> I love it. So so this Thank this you. song, this song is from the um I'm, there's two the, EPs that you I'm, used. But I'm not always sad either, EP. But I'm not, yes, because there's the, I'm not always hilarious, and that's more kind of somber, serious. And then there's mm-hmm. the, but I'm not always sad either, and that's like the upbeat one. There's two yeah. two songs I want to talk from that one. But anyways, the first one, okay. Sincerely Drunk Me. I love this this song because, again, I am very much a lyrical person, right? Me too. My, my buddies are all about like the, whoa, did you hear the solo? I'm like, yeah, but I can't play guitar. But I yes. can sing or try to. I can yeah. do that. So this song, the lyrics, it, it just it hits me like I'm hammered. I'm hammered. I'm walking home. I'm listening to this song. You're speaking to me and you're like, hey, everybody might say you're an asshole, but you're an all right person. I'm like, thanks, Robin. That's yeah. what that song speaks to me. And it's just like. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh my God, everyone hates me. Or like, I get really bad anxiety. And I'm like, yeah. what did I say? Did I say something? Am I a bad person? And then like, the whole thing is like, if you think you're a bad person, you're probably not a bad person. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like bad Hell people yeah. don't, bad people aren't like, am I a bad person? Like yeah. they don't care. They're just, they don't question person. themselves. They just do. No, it. they just think they're right. Where like, if you think that you're shitty, you're, you're mm-hmm. not. The second you think that you're shitty, you know that you're not shitty. That is great. You see, I'm a uh, elementary school counselor, and I can't wait to quote you on that one. 100%. Listen here, Timmy. You're in grade two. You might think that you're a piece of shit, but you're an all right guy. Yeah. If you think that you're shitty, Timmy, you're probably not. Shitty yes. Timmy goes, rolls off the tongue. You you need to get behind making t-shirts too, I think. Hakuna Mabadka, if you think you're shitty, you're not. I love it. I'm just like, I thrift everything and it's all secondhand. So like, I don't want to sell new. So I'm trying to make a way that's like sustainable, that it's like thrifted. And then I print it myself, which takes longer, but less of an impact on the environment. Ah, man. As I drink my diet. You are so Canadian. But hey, you can, you can recycle that. You can recycle. I can. I know. I try to drink out of cans because I feel like cans are more recyclable. You know, <laughs> do you know what I said? There? <laughs> I, I I got it. I got it. What? Well, okay. So you want to do? Wow. Jeez. I could I could be your think tank person, but well, I actually to- like have some mm-hmm. merch from like before I blew up. Um, that was done that way, and it's actually epic. I just want to take it like a step higher. You know? Okay. Tell, like, if tell I'm going to sell that. something, it's going to be top notch in every way. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, like I want it to look like when I look at merch, I'm like, I want someone to wear it, even if they don't know who I am. Like, I want it to be so cool that someone's like, I don't know who Robin Adelini is, yeah. but this shirt's dope. And I like it. yeah, I just want to 
make it like that. And it will be one day. So, Give me some so time. what is it? What is it that you did before with the with the? It was just the logo was really cool, or were you using? No, it was like shirts? we got like on we we were using recycled shirts, um, and then uh, we had like an artist, and he took some lyrics from a song and like made this really cool design, um, and it was just epic. And now it's like we're with a label, so we just have to make sure logos and things that, like, we had a truck on it, and we had like a Jose Cuervo bottle, so we can't really sell them right. um, like that. So it's just like, but the designs were so epic, and it's like, um, and yeah, it was like inspired by the lyrics, so it was very artistic, and I love them, and I think they're sick, and now I'm excited to do them again when I can. I love it. Well, yeah, when's that going to happen? Ooh, I don't know. Um, hopefully soon. Definitely by next year, I think, like for shows and stuff, so I can sell them at shows. Yeah. Well, uh, listen, like, you'll notice I go off on tangents. My ADHD. I go on just, tangents, apparently. It runs for me this whole interview. I'm crazy. Wait, I, I love it. This was meant to be. So <laughs> I, I wanted to go back to that uh, Sincerely Drunk Me. Tell me about that. Did you write. How did you write that one? Was there alcohol involved in that as well? No, there wasn't. Ah. <laughs> I'm just a genius. No, I um, I was at the studio with my managers showing them a couple songs. There's a song called Dear Drunk Me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a song called Sign Sober You. It's basically like talking to your drunk self, being like, bro, don't make the mistakes. Like, just like, be cool. And my manager's like, wouldn't it be funny if like you wrote a song from drunk you to sober you? saying that like it's all gonna be okay so i was like heck yeah so i drove home and i wrote like most of it in the car on the way home just like singing it to myself and then i got home played it on guitar at like 11 p.m at night and that was it i wrote the whole song what that sounds pretty genius to me i mean you are an incredibly hard worker you know thank you it's not (laughs) just it's not just like you know people are like ah it just comes naturally there is talent, of course, to be 100%. sure, but there's also the work that you put in. and It's like 90% work, 10% talent. Well, because you're doing like almost like a nine to five thing right now. Is I'm that- doing like a eight to like <laughs> 10 <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> right. It's great. Um, yeah. If you want to be in the music industry, you have to like have yeah. like an obsession almost or like an insane work ethic. And I have a really good work ethic, like in my family, even my sister has like an insane work ethic. Um, we get it from our parents. So yeah, it takes so much work. It takes waking up at insane hours to do insane things to like to sell yourself right? and then go to bed, get five hours of sleep and do it again. I got, I get eight hours nowadays though. I really I, mental, hey, health. <laughs> mental you, health. Yes. Yeah. Well, sleep. I especially in this industry of like, you're always meeting people. You're always moving always. around. You've got to get your sleep. You got to stay healthy. Yeah. Cause I also mean, take- you're the product. So like getting sick ain't the vibe. It's not exactly. a vibe. Yeah. You yeah. can't take sick days in the music industry. No, it's very difficult. <laughs> very difficult. Um, it, you mentioned your parents, they had a hard work ethic and, I, I was doing a little bit of research before because you know you were you were introducing songs at this music festival, but also I went on your page 
And I was like, I got it kind of creepy, but I'm like, I got to make sure I know some things about Robin before I talk. I love it. Research, research. Yeah, you got to do your homework. You got to do your homework. That there's another shirt. Do your homework. Do your homework. Um, but you're the teacher. Your dad, yeah. Neither of your parents were uh, were in the music industry, right? No. So like, um, it was interesting because like they're the most supportive. Like they're so stoked. But it was one of those things where like they supported me, but they didn't know how to help me. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like they could mm-hmm. get me guitar lessons. They could do this, but they can't teach me how to songwrite, and they can't teach me how to perform, and they can't teach me how to do interview. Like. You know, you can go to right. school and learn that thing and you can do A, B, C, D and you can become what like a lawyer or a doctor by doing this, this, this and this. But when it comes to the music industry, you can do everything right and still not make it like there's no A, B, C, D. It's like right. A, Z, W, P, like it's all over the place. So, yeah, I'm stoked that they were supportive, though, because they could have just been like, no, go to school. Uh, yeah. But they're like, give it a go, kid. We believe in you. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. But your 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 dad, he loved female country singers. Loves, 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 loves. Um, yeah. Like, so I grew up on '90s country, which was just ripping with Real female deal, singers. man. Yeah, and he like loved Shania Twain and Faith Hill and Martina McBride. Um, he just thought it was like the best music. So I listened to a ton of that when I was young, and it's great. Shout out, father. <laughs> Was there, was there one song, like for me, the song that turned me on a music, if that like were, were you know, predisposition for music, but yeah. the song that, that sticks out to me the most is Hotel California by the Eagles. Is there one song that you ever heard that you're like, dude, like this is, that's it. I was like three years old and I loved Meet in the Middle by Diamond Rio. He was shivering on her fans post and I loved it. And I like played it so much that I wore out the cassette because back then there was cassettes in our little truck. Um, And then I loved that song. And then growing up, like Born to Fly was a huge song I love, um, which is by Sarah Evans. And then again, Faith Hill and Shania. Like, I just listened to the whole album. My dad would buy albums, which is very rare. Usually, you just listen to the radio. Not my dad. Albums. Hey, well, your dad and I will we'll get along great. I'm yeah. all about the CDs, man. There's something about there's something about the order in which the songs are placed on an yeah. album. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That, that's so that's true. Spotify. I love Spotify because it's you can find any artist, any song. Yeah. But I, I kind of wonder how spotify the digitization of music is affecting how we consume it yeah like our yeah i feel like with the shuffle button it's so easy to just go to not the order but artists actually think about the order of the song and why it's the order is the way it is so i've like seen artists post in like this day and age being like please don't put it on shuffle listen from start to finish and then play whatever you want but please listen from start to finish so. What's what's the best album that you can think of off the top of your head from start to finish that has that intentionality? I think Pageant Material by Casey Musgraves. Oh yeah, well that's it's a great one album. Of your idols. Yeah, that's a no skip record for me. I <laughs> I love I love that record. I think it's amazing, genius. Well, it was with Casey Musgrave and um, Morin Morin Morris. Is that right? May, uh, Maren Morris. Megan, yeah, Maren. I, I'm not so 
country. I'm actually more a heavy metal person. No, I love it. But my these, whole team loves heavy metal, and I drag them into the country world. Nashville, Nashville's huge. Heavy metal is actually huge in Nashville. People don't yeah. know this. Devin Dawson, who is in Hawaii, loves heavy metal. Wow. You can kind of we'll tell by a, the way he dresses. Dark. That's horse. true. That's true. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and the music he makes. Hell yeah. yeah. So it was Casey Musgrave and Morin Morris. They Maren sort Morris. of. Merritt, <laughs> thank you for the correction. Thank you for the. I'm a student. Uh, Marin Morris. They they sort of told you like, hey, you don't have to be like a princess. You can be a badass too. Heck yeah, and you don't have to say what women are supposed to say. You mm. can say whatever you're experiencing and be honest, and that's just the way it goes. Like that's what their songs did for me. Right. You don't listen to their songs and go, oh, she did what someone told her to do. You know, you listen to her songs right. and go, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> girl, don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> What, and, and that is so much what you're about. I mean, it's 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 raw, and it like it can be raw, and it's like it's honest. Yeah. And I mean, like, dude, that's unreal because and I hear songs. You can't fake honesty. You can't fake it. I mean, the no. best music is three chords and the truth, right? Heck yeah. Heck and yeah. Uh, and and that's why it sticks out to us. So I hear some of your songs, and you're and you're talking about you know being vulnerable. Uh, hooking up with people and things like that. And and it's like the Victorian era is still kind of with us. And that's where the Eminem bit comes in because people yeah. are like, what's this girl talking about? She's not a lady. And it's like, ah. Yeah. She is 100%. a lady. Or She's like, ladies lady. don't swear. Yeah, ladies yeah. don't swear. They don't do this. And I'm just like, I'm a lady and I swear. So yes, we do do this, actually. Right. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> so... Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. And like the more I'm doing it, the less people really say that. Like my dad doesn't right. like that I swear in my songs or he didn't. So yeah. when I came out with fuck boy and good shit early in my career, he said, Radio's never gonna play you. Like, like maybe you shouldn't swear in your next one. Or and now he looks back and he goes, I get it. I get yeah. why you did it. And I'm just like, duh. <laughs> Trust the process. But yeah, it's um, it, it's pretty frowned upon. But also, nobody's really frowning on it lately, at least. Well, I mean, that's 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 your mo. It's the world is looking for some honesty, and yeah, like I, okay, so just talking about '90s pop, that was so um, I can't even think of the word right now. But it was just idealistic, but not realistic. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Wow brain good job but anyways yeah. this music was idealistic and it sort of was romanticizing what it means to be a kid and stuff but your me or teeny you know young adult but your yeah. music is realistic it's talking about breakups so the next song i want to talk about of course is f-150 um can't not talk about that can't and not. everybody has they date you know they, they think that they're the one they break up with them and they have that car. Maybe it's a Jeep Wrangler. In my yeah. case, I drove a Honda Civic. I'm sorry for anybody I dated. There's lots of Honda Civics out there. Anyways. There is. Um, but for me, it's like, yeah, if I see an orange Aveo hatchback, there was a period in my life when I was like, oh, shit. Like, I was terrified. But then as as time went yeah. by, it was like. You get used an, to it. There's an orange Aveo hatchback. What a silly f car. Like. Yeah. What a silly piece of shit. 
And that's what that song's about. It's the whole process of, you know, you meet this person, you break up with them, you think you're strong, and then you see the car, and it's just... It's like that one thing that brings you back. And it was. Like, my stomach would drop if I saw an F-150. Like, even now, I can, like, see... I know, like, you know when you know if it's him or not, kind of? Yeah. Oh, so, like, yeah. if I ever see his, the way my stomach will drop. takes the left turn or she does. Yeah, right or the way the light moves. I don't know. But, <laughs> so, now my stomach only drops if I see his. But I'm, I think I'm pretty used to it now. It's been... Yeah three years but yeah that song's all about just like getting over it one day you'll see the truck and you won't think twice kind of like what you said it's like oh. oh it's just it's just another vehicle in the parking lot <laughs> just another vehicle in the parking lot there's another t-shirt you got like three t-shirts already i got like catchphrases up my ass like I, I, it's, I'm hey we're recording this don't worry perfect it's safe write this down. yeah, and, yeah. And, and i i try to write things down because my mind it, we might have similar minds. I'm like, it's a good idea. Good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I write everything down. Yeah. Well, how is, how does that practice work? Do you keep a notepad on you? I mean, what do you do? I mean, we got cell phones. I have my but... phone. Yeah. I have a notepad on my, like a notes page on my phone. So like, if I'm like, that would be a good song. I'll like write it down. And then when I have time to write it, I'll go write it. Unreal. So thanks. Do, are, are you looking to do like collabs with um there's one band i was listening to that i think you dig they're called all that remains and they're okay. heavy metal but they've done songs that are like country yeah and and i and i was because i was listening to you and then i was like okay i gotta get some metal in you know i'm like a fiend for metal anyways and i'm like dude there could be something here because you are an amazing country singer but we're kidding ourselves if you're not going to do the cross genre jump thing in the future. I mean, right. Like you want me to go heavy metal? My dad oh, I, would cry. <laughs> it's okay. I would shake your dad's hand and say, it's okay, you know, Steve. It's done okay. a great job. His name's Steve. Yeah. Unreal. That's my father-in-law. Steve. Steve. I call him Stevie babes. Steve. Yeah. yeah. But I love him. I, yeah. I was going to say though, like, the Eagles wrote a song called New Kid in Town. And that was about Bruce Springsteen. And they were all like, uh-oh, you know, Bruce Springsteen's in town. We better look out. Correct me. Allow me to indulge you for a second. T Swift Please. better look out. Because there's a new girl in town. Right? Dang. I, but she is one of those artists that did the crossover thing. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, man, like, hey, call me Nostradamus. But which way do you think I should go? Pop? Well, you you go the way that you want, but but there's... I feel like I could do a pop song at one point. Hell yeah, Dia, Dia Lupa. In my future, do a yeah, do a do a leap. I can't I can't say names. That's okay. I'm learning <laughs> that about you. <laughs> yes, I can't yeah. remember names. If that makes you feel better, I can remember wow. a face. And I'll be like, I've met you before, but can't. That happens to me all the time, Robin. Remember names. I was yeah. at a party on the weekend. And this guy, and I don't like now going to parties is so foreign to me. I've forgotten how to socialize, right? Because of COVID. I'm like, do I shake your hand? Do I fist bump? And this guy's like, hey, like yelling at me. I'm like, dear God. Now I'm, you know, I'm at a party. Everybody's just wasted. I'm like sober as a nun. And this guy's like, man, so great to see you, you know, like shaking me and stuff. 
you're the second loudest person I've ever met in my life. I'm like, great. The first being the guy whose party this is. And I'm like, I have like, he was like my best friend. And I, I'm like, I have no idea who the, who the hell was that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Who are you? And why are you talking to me? Yeah. So is it, do you get that too, that you're like trying to do the Rolodex? Like, how do I know this person? I sometimes like last night, someone's like, you look so familiar. And I, and he's like, I think we've met. And I was like, I don't think so. And then I was like, I'm with this, this, and this. And he's like, oh, okay. I work with someone. So I've probably seen your picture on Instagram. And I was like, that makes sense. But no, I'm, I, I have come to the thing where I was like, I met you. Can you remind me of your name again? Right. But, right. but I don't think anyone's walked up to me and they've totally known who I am and I have no idea who they are. Not yet. Well, Other than like people you... like, let me introduce myself. But like, yeah, yes. nobody's been like, yeah. yeah, Robin, we've met before. And I've been yeah. like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, that that tells you how much fun I used to have as a, as a booze. As a young, as a young. Oh. I was just, I was a stallion. Or, I don't know what I was, or maybe I was a donkey, but anyways. Yeah. So, but, but no, I, I, anyways, I, I recognize the guy after, but it was the weirdest thing. And I, I guess that if you're in a certain industry in your industry, you're going to have that because you're meeting so many people. So many, Oh, it did happen to me recently. Yeah. I had gone to dinner with someone like had like a conversation and then I, and then they came to one of my shows like two weeks later and I blanked at where exactly I knew them from. Cause I had right. been going to a lot of dinners. So I was, yeah, but I played it cool. I was like, Oh my God, nice to see you again. Yeah. But I felt bad. Cause like, yeah. The, the trick but that I, what, well, well, there's, there's two tricks. The one is buddy. So good to see you, man. Like, like, you know, you, 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 you fake the the camaraderie or whatever the word is the yeah. other one is i can't inter- fake things so hard. i know i well i can't either i'm not a very good liar yeah. right okay. but i just yeah. uh if i look away quickly it's like oh rob's not telling the truth but the the other thing that i do is i introduce people to them i'm like hey man i want you to meet my you know my wife my buddy chris jen whatever you know yeah and, and then like, they'll be like hi yeah, I'm- nice to meet you i'm steve and you're like steep that's who Boom, it crushed it yeah no i pull that trick <laughs> sometimes i like it when i forget names otherwise i'm i'm at the point where i just ask hey what's your name <laughs> yeah yeah well that's true confidence and me i mean I, sometimes i'm like oh i don't want to hurt this person's feelings but honesty is the best policy as right? I'm, I'm learning from you you're learning that i'm not good with names i'm learning that honesty is the best policy so so <laughs> F-150, that's the song that just, you know, warp speeds everything for you. Is that correct? Yeah. And that was, that was like, thanks to TikTok? Yeah. Yeah. It like, um, it was a trend on TikTok. So that's when people like use your sound and like thousands of people used it. Um, and sometimes like a song will trend, but nobody goes and listens to the song. But they list, they, I guess they liked it and they went and listened and they streamed it a lot like hundreds of thousands now millions and it's just like wow it was life-changing because then it set yeah. off a bunch of radars down in nashville being and then people were like who's this girl and and then they dug through my catalog and they were like oh she's an artist dude that's unreal 
Yeah. Because, yeah. There's a difference, too, between, like, one song going viral, but you only have one song. Out. Yes. So, like, people can't get a, a whole picture of who you are. But I had had two EPs and a single out. So, like, when people went into my catalog, they, like, saw songs. And they're like, oh, we see who she is. Right. Yeah. And that was, that was I think, my luck is that I had put in work way before going viral. Well, I mean, yes, luck. And, and I think it's good. I mean, please correct me if I'm wrong. What do I know? Cause I'm the, I'm the consumer, you're the creator, but um, having that, that, that catalog, you kind of know who you are versus yeah. if you have the one hit and then you go on, you, you, you don't know who you are. So you might be making music without your sense of self. Exactly. Really warp people. Right. Thank you. Yeah, no. So that was the thing. It's like when Warner listened to my music, they're like, she already knows who she is. She already knows what she wants to say. We just have to support her. So like now that we're picking music, it's like, oh yeah, this is what, like this is a Robin Adelini song. And they trust me way more because they're like, clearly she knows who she she's is and what the heck she's doing. Yeah, yeah, she's got a vision. So yeah, it's pretty great. Um, but no, you you nailed it on the head. That's like, if you have one song, it's like, oh no, where do I go now? But I have yeah. a whole thing where I know exactly who the heck I am. You can get on board or get a fuck off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, and you write, like, this is honestly, this is why I'm a lifelong fan here. Again, me just being a consumer. But I think that there's something here that you write or co-write all yeah. of your songs. Yeah. I mean, and I hope, I hope it stays that way. I mean, yeah. people ask like, Hey, do you do outside cuts? And I say, not at this point in my career. Cause maybe one day I will find a song that I like love and, and it's amazing. And I'm always open to it. But right now I'm like, no, I'm, I'm writing and I love the songs I'm writing and I want to put them out and they're my truth. Um, and yeah, I feel like that's just like a huge component of my brand yeah. too. Like it's Robin. You'll never get anything else, which is cool. And and the the other thing that I think is important to talk about is that huge country singers, Kenny Chesney, Blake Sheldon. I mean, those songs, they really are written for them. Like it is exactly. their truth. People it's have not, them in like their mind. Exactly. Like Kenny Chesney, like they, um, yeah. Happy is. Is uh, happy does. Dude, yeah. I love Kenny Chesney, man. Like that guy yeah. is just me. Party, but He's like a that's like a Kenny Chesney song. Yes. Same with Blake Shelton. Like Blake doesn't write a lot of his yeah. songs. God's when country. you hear Blake, so that's a Blake Shelton song. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to the day where somebody presents me with a song and they're like, "This is a Robin Adelini song," and I'm like, "100 percent it is." You know, I I'm curious for the day. And what flattery too, because that's like them studying you. Yeah. And they're like, "Hey." This, and I, this is you. Yeah, and I've gotten pitched some songs, and people are like, this is your brand, and I'll listen. I'm like, I don't think you have any clue who I am. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like, yeah. but they just want to pitch, and they say sure. it's your brand so that you yeah. listen. And then you do, and you're just like, this is this is 100% on my brand, but thank you anyway. Can, yeah. can so, you elaborate a little bit, or is that a focus? Like, on? my In brand is very, like, your they they think it's like I'm all about breakups. So I get pitched a lot of breakup mm -hmm. songs, but 
my breakup songs have like a hope aspect in them. Like, like F-150, like one day I'll be okay. Or like a confidence in knowing, but then I'll get pitched songs that are like, I'm so sad. And like, I'll never find another like you and blah. And it's just like, I'm not, I don't want to put that message out in the world. hundred percent. I'll find someone else. Like, you know, so. Well, well, clearly they haven't listened to tell you everything. Tell, yeah. Tell you everything. Boom. Tell you everything. Yeah. That's a love song. (laughs) So yeah. And I'm not all breakup songs. Like that's not my brand. I'm not, I'm not always hilarious, but I'm not always sad either. So it's interesting when people use like that, they're like, this is your brand. And I'm, I'm like, you haven't listened to my last eight songs. So, and you can tell instantly, or at least, yeah, I can. What is it that I say? Do your homework. Do your homework. <laughs> if you really want to write a Robin Ali song, like you got to be quirky AF, bro. Okay, well, there's there's hope for me then. Yes. Um, <laughs> so so the next song, there's. I apologize. There's two. I lied. I said three. There's there's four. Okay. Um, but tell you everything. I mean, that's again, what a what a beautiful song. Thank you. The story behind it is you you had met your your boyfriend. And, and I like knew instantly. Right. Yeah. And then like seven days after our first date, I wrote, tell you everything. Cause it was just like, yeah, it, it, like this warmness about him. Like he, we just matched the auras matched. And, um, and then, so I wrote that song. <laughs> and you guys are still and together. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah. So, so do, you, yeah. do you believe in soulmates? Um, I don't really know. I believe in healthy relationships and communication. I think I do believe in soulmates. So I don't think there's only one out there for you though. Like, I feel like, like me and him are connected in a way. I like, I've felt it before with people, but then they like leave and like, you think it is. And you, you know, when you're 22, mm. you're like, yeah, this is, this is an instant connection. And then I met Steve and I was like, oh no, this is an instant connection. And it was, it was interesting. That's right. I forgot that you had your, your boyfriend has the same name as your father. I remember you talking about that. Steven. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little awkward, but it was ah, Steven. Yeah. Steven. Yeah. Well, so the the thing that I say in terms of relationships is that, you know, you could be with somebody and then Sometimes you do the whole like, oh, I wonder what, you know, the grass is green on the other side. But I say, hey, man, the grass is green where you water it. Water it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And also, like, he's just like the best. You know how, like, some girls have to, like, beg their boyfriends to do things. I rarely. I have ever no have... idea what you're talking about. No one's <laughs> ever begged me to do But, that. like, he'll just randomly, like, play with my hair, yeah. you know, or randomly tickle my back. And I'm like. I was talking to like these two girls at a show and they're just like, yeah, like I love back tickles, but I always got to like bargain for them. And I was like, I was like, I never ask. And I just get them all the time. And they're like, what? And I was like, yeah. So like, I think there's like a thing in knowing, like if you have a good thing and know it, like you choose it every day. It's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. I have no problem choosing him. He's the best. (laughs) He really I, I is. About that. Yeah. I hate well, most men. The the yeah, but, uh, but he's he's pretty cool. Usually I hate every guy that I meet, but he's sick. See, I, I you are singing. 
I was like, I, I was asking um, Mark, I was like, do you think she'd be able to do a song? And he's like, I don't know. Cause I, I don't like putting people on the spot. I like preemptively yeah, yeah. warning them. Um, the last one I wanted to talk about, which I mean, hits me is uh, um, daddy's daughter. I knew you were going to say it. I was like, ah, dad, yeah. I bet he's got, yeah. No, I love that song. I wrote that one alone too. I wrote it in like November, 2020 when I was like going through the signing deal and everything. And like people are complimenting you from every angle, you know, trying to do business. And it was like very overwhelming. And I was like having a lot of imposter syndrome, um, which is just where like, you don't think you deserve what you're getting. Um, uh, so I just like wrote that song and I was like, all I got to be is my dad's daughter. It doesn't matter if nobody is applauding me. Um, you know, I got my family and they love me and that's all that matters. So when did you like, did you play this song for your dad? Were you like, dad, I got this. I wrote the song for you. How did he first hear this song? He, I didn't even tell him I was recording it and we like snuck or Mark had asked him like, Hey, can you like do a voice memo where you're like telling mm. Robin you love her or something like that? And then so he thought I was getting dropped by my label. <laughs> he was like, no matter what, Robin, like I love you. Like you heard it at the start of the song. Um, and then we did the song, and then we were around a campfire celebrating the release to tell you everything. So we played the song and he cried. My dad's very sensitive. He's very lovely. Sounds a lot like me. Yeah. So he cried and I was like, oh, thanks, Dad. Because again, with with all these songs, I I hear them not as like oh like that's elevator music, but I'm actually like into them, right? Like right? there's because they keep you on your toes, right? Yeah. So the production, so, yeah. Yes, and and that's what I'm thinking of when I when I hear this song. I'm thinking like, man, what was it like for her dad when he heard this song? And then I'm thinking about like my daughter, and it's like it's there's a translation it doesn't matter whatever she does I'll always yeah. be your dad and i love her and i like her right if and that's changes what changes the world mean. or if she doesn't change the world it doesn't matter yeah. i'll love you anyway if so, i win a grammy or not get emotion right yeah maybe but yeah who knows so all of these songs have like the other one tell you everything have you how did your your boyfriend how did steven so is your dad Steve and your boyfriend Steven? Yeah. Okay. So how did Steven react when he heard this one? He um uh, he like is very uh, quiet, mm. but you can like read his face really easily. So he just like had a big smile and he was just like, "Is this about me?" And I was like, "Yeah." And uh, um yeah, he really liked it. But like again, he like doesn't say it anything but like it's a big smile and he's in the lyric video um and he loves it he we were in calgary for the calgary stampede he was like in the crowd watching and a fan came up and was like are you the guy in her lyric video and he no was just way. like yeah yeah he's like they yeah. been more famous than you i was like okay <laughs> it's my lyric video so no he he loves it yeah is is he in music no no he's in hvac so nice. heating, heating, he does like burners and factories. He, yeah. he's, he's a trades guy. I like trades guys. I don't know How if I could you... date another creative. Maybe, but I like trades that, guys. That would be, 
you know, you just be like sharing ideas all day or something. Well, creative people can also yeah. be pretty. Like I'm, yeah, I'm that. And he is like this. Yeah. Like, and that's an, what that needs. It's what I need. Yeah. I, and also like, he's always at home. So like when I'm done traveling, I go home and he's there, you know, it's not mm, like, oh, he's consistent. out on tour too. It's very, yeah, he's consistent. That is he's a like good a safe point. place to land. Yeah, yeah. I never thought of that, but, but like two actors. Yeah. You know, that would be tough. Yeah. I don't know. And it works for some people because that's their personality. But yeah. like, yeah, I'm very up and down and like wear my heart on my sleeve. So yes. like sometimes I'll just randomly have a mental breakdown and he'll just like fix it. And it's amazing. It's he's, really cool. he's a rock, right? I'm like, here's the problem and I don't know how to solve it. He's like, here, we'll just solve it by doing this. And I'm like, oh, you're the best. <laughs> like, he's really great. He's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. You You mentioned imposter syndrome. Yeah. Um, you know, we, a human thing that we all must deal with. And I think that keeps us from becoming the greatness that we can all individually be. It slowed me down. How do you, de- how did you deal with imposter syndrome? I got therapy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I love therapy. If you got like, you know, mental health. Um, and it was just like you as a person, it's like hard to, comprehend the magnitude of something that you do and it's Mm. really easy to put yourself down or be like I don't deserve this um but like you do like you can be a good normal human and do amazing things and create and be known and it's okay and I think it was just like yeah I went through thinking that I didn't deserve it so I just got there and like obviously your mom's gonna be like of course you deserve it yeah but like I told my therapist and she's like, uh, yeah, like, why wouldn't you deserve it? Why would you think that? And I'm like, cause maybe I'm not good enough. She's like, well, then the label wouldn't have signed you like, and nobody would have streamed your songs. If you weren't good enough, you wouldn't be here. And I was just like, oh, okay. So I worked through it. I still have it sometimes, yeah. but I think it makes me cool anyway. Well, I, I think that, that questioning yourself will always keep you like, Hey, don't lie to me. You're a perfectionist. I right? am. It's an And issue. that's okay. <laughs> that's okay because perfectionists, they want to create things that they're proud of, right? Yeah. Not just slapping something out there. It's like you want this. It comes to be... back to the things to care about. Exactly. Yeah. Like <laughs> I care a lot. And, yes. and it shows because I worry so much, but it's like the worry can get in the way. So sometimes you just got to be like, don't worry, just focus on what you can control and care about it. And then, so yeah, I am a perfectionist in a way, but I'm perfectly imperfect and nobody's perfect. And it's all going to be okay. (laughs) Back to my therapy lessons. You'll never be perfect, Robin. And it's okay. Yes. Yeah. That, that is okay. I mean, you're worth it. Right. And, and here's, here's the thing. I mean, I'm looking at the time too. I know you got to get going. Yeah, I got to jump soon, but that's okay. I'm enjoying this. But not only is it talent, but it is the effort that you put forth. I mean, you are a working musician, right? You're not, you're not resting on your laurels. So, so what's next for you? So I am less than two minutes (laughs) flying to LA, playing a show, writing, going back home, releasing some music. (laughs) And then I am going on tour with Lindsay L 
at the end of November. And then I got the CCMA awards at the end of November. Um, I'm nominated for rising star for the Canadian country music awards. So I'm very excited. Um, and then from there, just chugging along, hopefully another EP or more singles. We have a lot of songs that I love. So I'm just excited to like keep popping them out. I love it. I, I look forward to hearing it. Uh, Robin, thank you so much. Like I said, thank you for having look me. out. I mean, you're, you're the future. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Thank you again for listening. I'm Robert Grant and I'm probably wrong about everything.